I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse. And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. What is the best use of your marketing resources? You could be a $2 billion company or you could be a $2,000 company. And that is the same question. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. This is episode 40. If you are enjoying the podcast, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening? We would love to hear what you think. For today's episode, we're going to talk about the three marketing resources you need to know and use for your business. And we're going beyond social media today, people. But before we go any further, what are you drinking today, Jesse? So the other day we went to the beach, finally got in a beach day, like after Labor Day, right? And mm-hmm. I picked up something that I never had before, which is this dogfish head um, drink. It's like a vodka soda mixed thing that comes in a can and wow. it's a strawberry honey berry flavor is like a lemonade thing it's so good so it's almost like a seltzer but it's a little bit sweeter I would say than the seltzer okay. which I like I tend to like sweeter drinks but still very refreshing and it was like perfect for the beach day that does sound amazing yeah I was... really enjoy like fruit it's like fruity yeah no you would actually yeah. really like it but yeah. I have to say it's kind of strong and <laughs> I'd be one and done. Yes. Yeah. I had one and I was already like very buzzing. So, mm. so I'm not drinking it right now for that very fact. So I'll be having it later because Ooh, literally yeah. it's, it's a drink where we'll definitely give you what beach. Should you go to, uh, we went up to cranes beach. We actually oh, saw a shark. There. We saw <gasps> a shark. Mm. So we didn't, of course, we're, this is being recorded in September, which is, you know, we're in October yeah. now, but I didn't go. Yeah. I'm, didn't it good because good. it was cold gonna... it was cold and of the shark. Oh, I saw the shark because of the shark yeah yeah uh well I am having the alpine berry tea from the coffee shop down the street creations it's oh. really good yeah That's it's really right. good I, I love Speaking that place. it's cute berry it's really cute and really really delicious yeah um well now that we've gotten the first important <laughs> order of business out of the way let's get into our discussion with our guest Julia Becker Collins <laughs> Julia Becker-Collins is the Chief Operating Officer at Vision Advertising, a woman-owned marketing agency located in Massachusetts. She also co-founded the Metro West Women's Network. Recently returning from medical leave due to thyroid cancer, she is continuing her treatment and is ready to get back to work. But Julia, first, we want to know, how are you doing? I am fine. (laughs) As fine as anybody can be these days. Usually when people ask me, I say I'm living the dream, but that's just a sarcastic answer. (laughs) Sarcasm has been, I think, what a lot of us are relying on to get through these uh, this long, long period yeah. of time we've been enduring. Well, I'm, I'm a big fan of sarcasm as a coping mechanism. <laughs> yes. yes, I feel like I do that daily. Then I'm constantly coping. <laughs> I'm just leaning into it at this point. Yeah, yeah. I think I, we're definitely we're definitely all coping. Well, then our our what we always ask our guests is this is cocktails and content creation after all. So we must begin with what are you drinking today? Okay, well, so the listeners can't see, but I'm holding up my favorite mug, which is my busy bee mug, and I'm drinking oh, that's adorable. coffee, which you know it's the morning, so it's a requirement at this point. Now, if it was afternoon, there might be whiskey in here as well, but it is Ooh. not. So it is coffee. 
We'll just pretend there's whiskey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you just straight on the rocks. Um, I am very much into um, two fingers of rye whiskey with two ice cubes. So that is my new thing that I've very much gotten into during the pandemic. Another coping mechanism right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely my coping mechanisms. I I got myself really heavy into um, very good rye whiskey by telling myself it was more cost effective than expensive red wine. <laughs> I love it. I love budgeting. It. Budgeting. I, I budgeting. Can, yeah, so you can spend yeah. elsewhere. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I love Priorities. it. Wow. <laughs> I, I like am not a whiskey. Honesty. I'm not a whiskey fan. I have to say, I never could. You know, I I, I used to not like gin, but now I can like gin. I just mm. can't seem to get through the whiskey. And maybe this goes back to my college days of doing shots of like Southern oh. Comfort, which is just oh like, my god. Oh no, Southern Comfort's very bad whiskey. Oh, yeah. it's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. But that's why I associated with. It. Like the good, smooth whiskeys that adults drink, not like Southern Comfort. Like very, that's very bad. Not SoCo so Lime shots. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, brings me back. No more, no more. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised we all remember these things. <laughs> I know. It's not stuff. blacked out somewhere. I mean, I'm sure some of it is <laughs> where, it belongs. Feel, where it belongs. Yeah, exactly. Now that I feel that we've really gotten to know you, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you get to learn a lot about someone by their choice of drink, I feel like, which is why Absolutely. we kind of start that off. Tell us a little bit about your journey and what it is that you do. Sure. So like you said, I'm Julia Becker Collins. I'm the chief operating officer at Vision Advertising. I have been with the agency for five years. I came on board originally as vice president with the intention to take over leadership of the company. And the buck really does stop with me. The company reports to me. Um, I make decisions financially, operationally, etc., um, strategically for the company. Um, our CEO and founder, Laura, is really fantastic. And she um, was leading the company for a really long time. We were actually founded 22 years ago. Um, but after a very long stretch of leading any kind of company, I think any of us would want to change what we were doing. So that is why she brought me on board. Um, so we are based... Um, Right now, we're based out of my home office, which you ladies can see uh, because we're all working remote through the pandemic. So um, our agency um, really is a full service agency, and we help businesses, whether they're B2B or B2C, with full service marketing. I like to say if it smells like marketing, we can do it for you. Uh, we do uh comprehensive full service social media marketing we do the management we deal with all of the back end social media facebook problems that i'm sure a lot of people are dealing with right now um, instagram photography video uh, videography website content creation um, hosting security um, development design we do seo we do blogs we do white papers kind of everything super nuts and even down to like direct mail campaigns we're working on one of those right now for a client um, wow. rebranding uh, logos graphic design kind of everything we like to think of marketing as kind of one of the pillars that holds up 
the company, but it's not kind of the whole thing that holds up a company. So when we have conversations with clients, we also like to look at, you know, how are your operations? Uh, if we bring in, you know, X percentage higher sales, are you going to be able to handle it? You know, are you structurally sound? We're kind of having these larger conversations with business leaders, et cetera. Um, prior to coming on board with Vision Advertising, um, I was at another agency doing very similar work. And prior to that, I spent about 10 years working in Boston um, doing nonprofit marketing and fundraising and event planning <laughs> and kind of wearing all of the different hats that you wear when you're at a nonprofit, everything from major gifts to um, event planning, to uh, budgeting, to operations, to crafting and leading an internship uh, program, to, you know, kind of presenting in front of board of directors, everything you really need to do when you um, are on a marketing team and a nonprofit and everything from very, very small nonprofits where the entire operating budget for the nonprofit was $300,000 upwards of uh, nonprofits are in the millions and millions and millions of dollars. Um, so I did that for a really long time. And then I just couldn't commute to the city anymore. It was a very long commute. Anybody who lives in the Boston area knows that it can be an extensive commute um, uh -huh. commuting in. So I was at a point where I think it was up to two hours each way every day. Oh, it's just, you know, you get older and you realize you need your life back and it's not worth it anymore. And I'd hit a different point in my career. And so, uh, I decided to make a change. Um, yeah. So that's kind of like a very high level version of my career path and kind of all of that. It's kind of interesting because I used to work for a nonprofit and it's very much any, any piece of a nonprofit that you work for, you, you definitely end up taking over projects that you're like, ah, this does not fall under my job description. But, <laughs> right. I think know. it's a great opportunity to do way more than you ever thought you could do. And get oh, a definitely. Ton, yeah. A ton of experience. Just really like if you ever want to go into leadership, working in a nonprofit's great because I mean, in leadership, you do 150% of a job. So in nonprofits, you do 150% of a job, okay. but you just get paid better in corporate. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, That's always a bonus. Nonprofit, like you want to, you want to, Oh, you want to take that on? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. And then when I switched to a for-profit and I was like, Oh, I can do that. They're like, no, no, no. There's a chain of command. I was like, Oh, <laughs> right. Okay, fine. I'll, do, I'll fine. deal with that. Exactly. <laughs> I'll get paid more money for doing less. Why not? That's fine with me. Right. <laughs> exactly. It's so interesting. So yeah. Definitely. Wow. So your firm, your firm does a lot. Like that was like, you, yeah. I was taking notes and literally it's like soup to nuts, mm -hmm. like encompasses all aspects. Everything. But I also really love that you kind of educate your clients in a way and whether it's like part of like your service offering or just part of a, Hey, uh, you know, how are you going to be able to manage some of the things that ultimately comes with really effective marketing strategy? Like, you know, or it, building capacity in a way. Are you going to be able to handle the level of inquiries? Are you going to be able to handle the the leads that you get? I really like that. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've really heard that yet from, um, you know, being pointed out from a firm yet like yours. So that was really yeah. um, interesting. I have found, you know, I've been doing this for a while and whether it's in nonprofits or in for-profits, what happens a lot of times with marketing and for good or for bad, you know, every agency does it differently and every 
you know, private person, every solo person does it differently and there's no right way to do it. But mm-hmm. a lot of people come in and they're kind of more focused on the task. Like you tell yeah. me, you, the client say, I want four Facebook posts a week, or I want you to take over my social media. And the, the marketer says, okay, absolutely. Let me take that over for you because I know how to do it, which is awesome. We're more focused on problem solving. So you say to me, I want you to take over my Facebook. Can you do four posts a week? And I would say, why? What problem are you trying to solve with the Facebook posts? How can we help accomplish that for you? Um, what sales goals are you trying to meet with the marketing? What are you going to do once you meet those sales goals? Can you meet those sales goals right now? Like if we tomorrow flipped a switch, had you meet those sales goals, what happens on the operations side? Can you fulfill those orders, whether it's a product or a service and what happens down the chain? So we come in and have those conversations and I want to say 85% of the time we find some kind of disruption that needs to occur on the back end. And so we really kind of take a step back and say, okay, so really what you need is not four Facebook posts a week. You need um, changes to your SEO because you don't have, you know, a website that's correctly set up. You don't even know where your leads are coming from. You're not even certain who you should be selling to. Let's walk you through some consulting on your ideal client. Um, let's do some high level consulting with the C-suite and let's do some training for your sales team on professional marketing for themselves on LinkedIn. Let's do some new headshots. Let's walk them through elevator pitches. Let's kind of get there first, because if we start pitching you on social media, A, you don't even know who you're supposed to be pitching to B, you don't have the capacity to sell it yet and C, the marketing is going to fill the funnel, but your sales team isn't ready to close the funnel. So I love all of that. <laughs> so, so because I mean, and, and the reason I love it is because I feel like I get in this trap sometimes with my own businesses that, um, you know, I want to do X, Y, and Z, but I almost have to tell myself, okay, is it, is it the right time? Is it going to meet my goal? Is that really what is the spending, purpose? spending my efforts on it? Because I, yeah. think, you know, and I've heard the term and it kind of ties back into what you're saying, whereas like you need to spend time on your money generating like tasks. Mm -hmm. And if it kind of all goes back to, to, to that, where it's like, why are you doing this? What are your goals? And if it doesn't align with that, and if it's not part of your, you know, where you actually make your money, then we got to look at this. We got exactly. So I I, I actually love that. Oh, thank you. One of the biggest topics I end up talking about in webinars I present and workshops when in the before times when we were doing in-person events and, you know, whether I'm presenting to a conference or I'm talking to a small group or I'm presenting to a client is what is the best use of your marketing resources? You could be a $2 billion company or you could be a $2,000 company. And that is the same question because you have all the shiny objects kind of blinking at you in marketing. Right. You could be at your Thanksgiving dinner table and your cousins, brothers, nephews, whatever said, well, why aren't you on TikTok? Yeah. And it's a valid question if your ideal client's on TikTok. But if you're, you, if you A, don't know who your ideal client is, B, don't know what TikTok is, and C, don't have anybody to manage it, why are you even considering it? So what happens a lot of times is people just start doing spaghetti marketing, throwing things at the wall to see what sticks. And suddenly you get so aggravated with marketing. You don't want to do any of it because nothing's working. And the reason nothing's working is because you're not focused. You're not focusing in on 
what is the best use of your marketing resources? What's the best use of your marketing with your resources? Mm -hmm. What is going to kind of hit home as best as possible when you're kind of looking at where is your ideal client making those buying decisions? What can your team or just you, if you're a solo person, um, what can you take on now? What can you take on later? What is the goal that you're actually trying to meet? And I have found that it's crazy, but most businesses, no matter the size, have no idea what their goal is with marketing. They just are like, I want more money. They just, they know they have to do it. And therefore they're like, all right, let's just get this over with. Right. Right. And so a lot of times I spend conversations, I spend time with high level executives having this conversation of, well, what's the goal? Okay. Well, we want to make more money. Awesome. I'm here for it. Let's do it. Let's make you more money. Let's bring in more jobs. hundred percent. How much more money? When, by when, what's this quarter's goal? What's next quarter's goal? What's your 18 month goal? Oh, I had to put my numbers to it. Yes. I'm here for the objective numbers. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, it just, it just, it's, it's actually like, gets you re- like, I don't know. It gets me really excited. like talking about this kind of stuff because <laughs> Uh, because I think allowing ge- Jesse to geek out right now, well, I just think that, like, <laughs> you know, for me and I constantly have to do this, like rein myself back in. And so like having a conversation with you right now is like already like my wheels are turning for like what I can like move forward with some changes in my own business. But, um, but I know that, you know, you're talking about these marketing resources, what do you have available? And that's kind of the topic of today's show is, you know, what are some resources that you can share with our audience when it comes to marketing? And I think we even want to know, like, if you had to pick three, what are three marketing resources that we should know about, you know, outside of social media, or if you have a take on that? Absolutely. So, you know, I spent a lot of time thinking about this because I think three is a hard number. And I always like to use three because it's more digestible, but there are Mm. so many great marketing resources outside of social media. And there is also great marketing resources that are kind of tangential to social media. So the first one is Google Analytics. Google Analytics, right? I feel like sometimes we remember it and we're like, doesn't everybody know about this? But I have to tell you, most people don't know about it, which is crazy to me. It is free, free, free. Google Analytics is free. You should have it. If you have a website, you can install it. It should be your best friend. Google Analytics is a way of installing some code on your website very easily. This is not complicated HTML craziness that allows you to have a free dashboard of data and information about where people are coming from in order to figure out how they got to your website. Did they search for you on Google? Did they search for a term on Google? Did they find you on Facebook? Did they find you from an email campaign, et cetera, et cetera. And then you can dive into it more deeply and link things to your Google Analytics. Mm -hmm. You don't have to, but it is a great way to capture that data and figure out where are people coming from? Where are people located? Who are the people that are coming to your website and making purchases? How do I drive more people? What time of day? What day of the week? Et cetera, et cetera. One of the things that frustrates people the most about marketing is it feels like you're shouting into a black box. You have no idea what's happening. You don't know what's going to come back out. And one of the ways to kind of pull back that veil is with data. And this is a free resource that gives you data. It's great. I highly, highly recommend it. It can install on a WordPress website, a Wix website, a Squarespace website, 
just about anything. Really highly recommend it. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that because I'm, I actually write blogs for other small businesses and it, you don't have the vanity metrics on there, like the likes and everything. And who comments on a blog post anymore, really? Even the big bloggers, nobody. very few. Yeah. Nobody comments. Right. So a lot of them will be like, well, how do I know it's really working? And I'm like, Google analytics. Like, and they're like, what? That's exactly. the thing? Yeah. Yes. So thank yes. you for saying that. You're welcome. <laughs> you so can I, people to this episode. Awesome. I also love that. And it just re- basically reminded me that I haven't checked it in a very oh! long time. <laughs> yep. I do. And I do have it all set up for both of my websites yeah. that I have. And um, you know, I, one thing that I think, um, you know, I'm personally interested in this follow-up question to you, is there, um, you know, a set amount of time like that we should be looking at our metrics? Should we be doing it every month? Should we be doing it every quarter? I know it probably depends on like your business model, but I don't know if you have any insight on like what we should be doing with it and how often. Yeah. So your listeners cannot see me enthusiastically shaking my head. Yes. So I have two answers to this. One is yes, there's ways that you can, like there's timing to looking at your metrics. And then the second part to that is there's timing when you shouldn't be looking at your metrics. Mm -hmm. So I would say monthly, quarterly, yearly, look at your metrics and start comparing and contrasting. Do month against month, quarter against quarter, year to year, or like March this year to March last year right? Definitely do comparisons. That's super helpful. Um, Q1 to Q1 last year, lots of comparisons. Big. We're a huge fan of comparisons at Vision Advertising because then it gives you apples to apples to compare against. Um, do not go diving into your metrics every day because daily means nothing in marketing, <laughs> especially when it comes to data. You will make yourself insane And you need time to show results, especially if you're just adding Google Analytics to your website right now. Say you hadn't had it before and you are just adding it. You're going to be so excited about it. You want to geek out over the numbers like me and Jesse. And we're so pumped. So you start checking it every day. You don't want to do that. You need time to figure out what's happening. Marketing takes time, which you ladies definitely know, but I feel like people want like instant gratification, which you get a little bit of on social media, but you're not going to get the instant information. You're not going to get the instant information that helps you make good, knowledgeable decisions on a daily basis with Google Analytics. You really want to be looking at that at the earliest on a monthly basis. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I'm going to be like trying to incorporate that (laughs) into my workflow. It's funny because I know that Kate, so Kate does write my blog posts for me and we did do uh, a comparison at one point, Kate, we should look at that again, I think, because it's almost, Mm -hmm. it's been a little bit more time. And it's been a little time. We were able to actually see very clearly that when she started blogging for me regularly, I started getting way more website hits and um, inquiries from that. So yep. that effort I, is worthwhile to me, totally. in my opinion. So, oh, a hundred percent. We could have a whole <laughs> conversation about why blogging works and how it works. And is it the Thank people or the topics or is it the keywords or is it the SEO or is it? The, I love to hear this. You can do this, this all day. Awesome. This is you're, you're my new favorite <laughs> person. Right? All right. So new favorite person. So what is the next one? Yeah, so that's one. Next one. Okay, so this one is that's a good one. Okay. 
So this one is tangential to social media, but I feel like people are often like, what? I didn't know this existed. So Linktree, again, free, free, free resource. You can pay. So this is a freemium, freemium being it's free or you can pay to have additional things added on. Right. Linktree is a handy dandy tool where it's, I think it's link.tree. Um, online, and you can create your own custom little um, mini website that has all the little links you want people to go to when you say link in bio on your Instagram page or on any other social media platform. So if you are going to other people's Instagram pages and they're like, you know, to buy this course for me or to watch that recording I did or to get that discount code or whatever it is, just go to link in bio. You're like, are they changing the link in bio every day? How are they doing it? Or if you've ever had the experience of somebody saying link in bio and you go to the link in bio and it's not correct. And that is the most frustrating thing in the world. This solves for all of that. This allows you to create a full list. It could be your discount codes. It could be the articles you've written. It could be all of your webinars. It could be, you know, schedule a free uh, consulting session with me and you can order it however you want. You can put a background on it. You could pay to put a custom background. You could put your face, you could put your name. It is amazing. And I highly recommend updating it frequently so that the top thing on the list is whatever you are talking about right now. This is also really smart because if you're linking to a podcast episode, or a video or anything like that, it'll give a little preview of it, which is Mm -hmm. awesome because in marketing, as you ladies know, you want things to be as easy and seamless as possible, as few clicks as possible so that the person will complete the transaction. And Linktree is a really amazing tool. So once you set this up for yourself on your personal business or creator Instagram account, all you got to do is go into your profile and swap out the URL in your um, website uh, line and dump this in instead. If you go to my personal Instagram, which is at Julia Rifka, J-U-L-I-A, R as in Rachel, I-V as in Victor, K-A, you'll see it there. If you go to Vision Advertising's uh, Instagram, which is at Vision Advertising Rocks, because we do. Uh, you'll see it there. And we change it up all the time. It is one of the top pieces of uh, advice I give to people, a really quick and easy way to kind of advance what you're doing and simplify what you're working on. Is there, is there a limit to the number of links you would want to have on there? Um, you know, to your point, we want to yeah. not overwhelm the the user. And I do like the yeah. fact that you pointed out keeping the like current thing that you're 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 offering up top but is there is there at all a point where it's like overwhelming i you know i think that's a great question and i'm going to give you the answer that all marketers give that nobody wants to hear of it depends um it i like to keep so if you go to my personal account you'll see there's a lot there and that's by choice but i also rearrange it all the time and put whatever i'm talking about up top so I manage it very frequently. So you don't have to scroll, scroll, scroll. But if I say to you, if we're in conversation in my DMs and I say, hey, if you're looking for any more of my podcast interviews, you can just go to my link tree. You can choose to scroll. I like to keep more there so that it's a resource 
for our sales conversations. And it's an easy way for people to get to what they're looking for. If you want to really kind of streamline it and you don't have those kinds of conversations, you don't have 700 resources or whatever you are doing, just my my piece of advice would be to have enough links so that it fills one screen and people don't need to scroll. Mm. What doesn't look amazing is when you just have two or three and then it's like, Mm. well, looks kind of sad, right? It's like, well, (laughs) what's happening here? Are you just giving me a discount code for essential oils? What's going on? So it's more than why are you even using the link tree? I don't, you're just putting that link in your bio, right? Exactly. So that makes a lot of sense. That makes right. a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just like, actually, like I looked it up on my desktop cause we're recording, you know, and, I, and then I was looking uh, at the vision um, Instagram on my phone. And like, what I liked about it is that the, the link tree wasn't like super, super long. It was like, it didn't keep scrolling. I've seen yeah. some where literally it just, it does keep going. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so, but I also like that you pointed out, you don't want it to be super lonely if there's only <laughs> Right. That, you know, lonely, that one lonely link. Right. And I mean, part of this is that, you know, it's, you can set it up, you can play with it, you can get it to work. I have a client that I was working with and she set it up and she had the two lonely links and then she kind of spent some more time on it and she's like, oh, I should put my photo here. I should add more links. I, you know, you kind of get there. So, yeah. you know, rip the bandaid off and start doing it. But remember that it's there. Don't just set it and forget it. Yeah, because then it's like, I remember one time I totally kept forgetting to change that link in bio. And I think it was a Christmas blog post. And I think we were already in February. Right, right. <laughs> this is helpful because it kind Oops. of helps you to like streamline what you're working on. So, yeah. All right. What's number three? Okay, so number three is... um this is definitely a piece of advice or a resource really from our communications manager who does all the graphic design for our company and does all the graphic design for our clients. And this is Canva. So again, love Canva, love Canva. So Canva again is a freemium where there's free and then there's upgraded versions. And I'm sure you ladies have heard of this, but not, I'm like always surprised people haven't, but that's okay. Cause not everybody has heard of everything. And I remember when I first heard of Canva and it like blew my mind. I was like, what do you mean? There is a free graphic design app that is built for social media and email marketing. And I don't have to pay for it. And I'm working at a nonprofit and I have no budget. I have $0.000. It was amazing. And it's on my phone and I can be in meetings working on this. Fantastic. So Canva is an app on your phone. It can also be on your desktop. I believe it's literally just canva.com and you can download the app on either the Apple store or on the Android store. Um, you can pay for an upgraded version or you can pay in app for additional items. Um, it has preset templates for all of the social media sized items, whether it is a Facebook background, whether it is an Instagram post, whether it is something for your email marketing, it is already sized, which is really helpful. It lets you save things in the app. So you can come back to it. You can edit it. You can add to it. You can, et cetera. You can upload your own designs. You can upload your own logos. 
you can create, you know, if you're working with a graphic designer, you can have them create transparent logos and items that you can add to your things in Canva so you can really customize it. But it really takes the complexity and the time out of graphic design. And the reason I had the conversation with our communications manager, Katrina, who is just a total rock star, um, about this because she's formally trained in graphic design and she can do the Illustrator and the Photoshop and all the fancy things. And she uses Canva. And the reason she uses Canva is because it streamlines the process. And it's not that it, you know, makes you a, you know, better at color theory or any of those things. It just is faster. And in social media, especially, or even email marketing, you're kind of always up against the clock. And any of us that are doing 150% of a job, you always feel like, do I even know what the dimensions are of this thing? And this just kind of takes that guesswork out of it, which is amazing. And makes you feel like, well, even if I'm not the most amazing graphic designer, which I am not at all, and I've had to lead that for previous teams, I can kind of like put this together. So if you're worried about creating imagery for your email marketing, for your website, for your social media, for literally anything, and you're kind of stuck, this kind of, this gets you over that hump and allows you to create great imagery. So true. It's it's so easy. What's so nice is um, like Jesse and I will work on a lot of projects together like this one. All of the graphics for cocktails and content creation, we create in Canva and we yep. both have access to those files. So it's so nice to be able to have like the team situation going on there and streamlining. We love it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love the sharing function of it as like Kate mentioned. Mm-hmm. So she does some other um, projects for me where I'll just share a Canva file and she'll be able to leverage the graphics. The other thing that you you touched upon is if you are working with a graphic designer, they can basically translate your logos and um, vector files and just add them into Canva. So you almost can create, yeah. and Canva has the option to create your brand, like what is it, your kit. brand guide, your brand kit. Yeah. So you can preload yeah. your standard colors that your designer have created. You can add, you can actually add custom fonts to it as well. So yeah. if your designer has licensed fonts for you and you want to add them into Canva, you can do that. So I, I love that. Now, do you guys, through your agency, do you guys, use Canva as like a tool to work with your clients? Like if, you know, you mentioned that really broad, like all encompassing services that you guys create. So like yeah. in the graphic design stuff, do you actually work with your clients to give them files in Canva as well? Sometimes. So uh, we are working with a client right now where we're doing a lot of the promotion for her podcast and we're creating the audiograms and we're creating all the imagery for every episode that's shared and we're doing kind of all of that. And all of that is in Canva. And the reason that we're doing that in Canva is because it can be shared with the client, with us, make sure the branding is where it needs to be using her custom uh, fonts, et cetera. so things like that, because the sizing for audiograms, the sizing for podcast imagery, all is standardized in there. I mean, as you ladies know. So when we, and we offer that as a service, we do podcast promotion, we do podcast booking, we do, you know, kind of all of those things. It's all a part of marketing these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all of the graphic side of that we have found to be helpful in Canva. A lot of that does obviously include the paid side of things, but there's a lot you can be doing on the free side. I love that word free. 
<laughs> Big fan of free. Definitely. So now, so now we've covered, so Google Analytics, Linktree, and Canva, all three awesome resources, although I need to take a little more of a dive into Linktree, I have to say. So as you know, you've mentioned, brands do use social media as a large part of their marketing. Do you see this continuing? I mean, I know Mark Zuckerberg just got himself in trouble again. Um, actually, as we were talking, it flashed across my stre- screen. Um, so do you see that continuing as a big part of the marketing strategy? It's got to, right? Yeah. Social media I mean, is going to have to be a big part of everything. As much as I would love to break up with Facebook. <laughs> yes. Um professionally and personally, uh, I also am a realist and understand the way that business works. And that with, you know, like I said earlier, when we were talking that you kind of have to approach every business's marketing strategy based on what their needs and their goals are. And if that business's ideal client is on the other side of the Instagram screen, and that's where they're making buying decisions, but that's where the marketing is going to be. If you're selling sweaters to 30-year-olds in California, and they can click once on Instagram and buy in the app, then of course, yeah. you need to continue to do it that way, because it takes two seconds to sell the sweater. So it would be silly not to continue that. I think um, Instagram is going to continue to grow as one of the larger um, marketing, you know, Venn diagram overlap with sales platforms for products really specifically, especially because they've really doubled down on that you can purchase an app. Um, and that helps with that kind of instant satisfaction and gratification for people. (laughs) It's all about the, we're the instant gratification generation. Exactly. Exactly. That's not going anywhere. Exactly. So Um, Selling services is really obviously different, but it's still, you know, you need to be out there with branding, getting your name out there, talking about what you do, et cetera. Um, I think, you know, I've said this over and over again, both internally to my team on webinars and, you know, podcast interviews, et cetera, et cetera. Podcast, uh, excuse me, Facebook has a lot of things that make me crazy, but the things it does really, really, really well for marketing and sales is... Uh, groups are incredible. And if you are not participating in groups, you are losing financial opportunities, Um, events, and the opportunity to go live on Facebook are, those are really, really, really great. And also messenger like that, those resources in Facebook as a business, as somebody that is a person that's marketing and selling and kind of all those things, we need to be thinking about those as marketing opportunities, not just boosting a post. So especially if you're a smaller business or you're in charge of sales, those are really essential areas. And it sounds like, I mean, you pointed out some really great features within Facebook and and each, I think each platform kind of has its pros and cons and ways to like get your message heard. So I'm like kind of tying this all back together to your initial sort of spiel about, you know, a lot of it depends on the brand and depends on the goals. Like it may Mm -hmm. not be necessary for a brand or a solopreneur or an entrepreneur to go live on Facebook. It may not make sense. Their audience may not be there. It may be more important for them to focus maybe on stories or reels on Instagram instead. And their efforts are going to be, you know, and then if you decide to do advertising, you know, I don't know if you can actually, can you advertise strictly on Instagram and not Facebook? I don't know if you can. No. 
I don't think it, it so. crossed. It crossed. No, it's so tied together. Yeah. You so. can advertise on Instagram if you don't have an Instagram profile, but it doesn't, but you have to have a Facebook business page, but people, it doesn't have great results because yeah. people want to go to your Instagram page. Yeah. So, so it's, yeah, it's, you really have to double down on like, what do you, what's the, what are you trying to accomplish right. with this? What's the right. goal of what you're trying to do? So, exactly. But yeah, I mean, to speak to your point, it's really, you need to think about like, who are you selling to? Where are they making buying decisions? Et cetera, right. et cetera. If you go to uh, my link tree, <laughs> you'll see there's um you can uh, download past recordings of webinars for identifying your ideal client profile, um, increasing your social media engagement, um, how to sell when you hate selling, um, hmm. kind of all of those different things. Uh, webinars, they're 22 minute webinars that I've done, and you get the recording and the notes. Those sound like great resources in and of themselves. Love yeah. that. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, speaking of that, so you've got some great resources. Where can people find out more about you and um, what other Maybe resources you have and your services and get in touch with you? Absolutely. So you can find us online at vision-advertising.com. Um, up at the top menu, you will see a um, drop down for our upcoming business boot camps, which are all of our free, again, free uh love that that word i know and if you go to that same link you'll see all of the recordings of the past free webinars (laughs) um if you go to my personal instagram at julia rifka r-i-v as in victor k-a you can go to the link in bio and get um it recordings of any of those 22 minute webinars I was talking about. Um, those are not free. Those are $22 webinars, 22 minutes for $22. Um, and that is a really great business model that I've been working on with another entrepreneur. She has a whole series of 22 minute webinars for $22. So I'm her marketing expert and I come on and I do a series of those. Um, and those are all available for purchase in the link in my bio. Um, and you get the recording and the notes. Um, and then you can also find in that link, you'll see uh, past articles I've written for the Western Business Journal on sales and marketing. Um, and you will also see other podcast recordings that I have done where I talk about people management um, where I talk about crisis management and where I talk about marketing. Wow. There's so many. We'll make sure to grab all of those links from you. Yep. And okay. we'll make sure to link it all up yep. for our audience. Because I have everything. <laughs> I love- we'll have it all. Yeah. Okay. Those, so all on the show notes. So if anybody didn't catch that, check out the show notes, cocktails and content creation. I know. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> but it's all great stuff. So, you know, and people should definitely be checking that out. So. Well, Julia, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. We really, we, it's so funny. Justin and I say every time we have somebody on the show, it's almost like we get these little mini coaching sessions and we learn <laughs> so much from everyone. So it's not just our listeners that we hope are, are getting the information. We also t- take some nuggets away. So awesome. yes, it's thank been you. really, really great. And, okay. um, I, I took a lot of notes. <laughs> 
first thing, go look at my Google Analytics. That's what I'm really curious about. It's like I forgot yeah, that I, I even had that, which is like a and magic. And then set yourself like a, a reminder. And you got to set yourself like a monthly or quarterly reminder. I get emails at the beginning of every month that tells me how many people came to my website. And then I click into it and I get all that kind of stuff. So you set yourself oh, so up good. to do that so too. Good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, Julia, yeah, thank you so much. This has been great. And um, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. Yes. And we wish you all the best going forward with uh, everything, with your help and everything. So thank you. Thank you, guys. This has been fantastic. Thanks for having me. Wow, that was really amazing. I loved our conversation with Julia. She is just, uh, I could just tell she's a wealth of knowledge. And honestly, we probably could have chatted with her for like, two hours easily oh yeah easily I loved her energy yeah no I I thought she definitely brought great energy and Mm -hmm. I thought she really just had some really great nuggets um and different perspectives when it comes to marketing um you know I particularly like the idea that they take a holistic approach when it comes to thinking about what your goals are you know and putting Mm -hmm. numbers to it I think as a business owner sometimes we just immediately think we want to just oh make more money well, what yeah. does that mean? Make more money this quarter, make more money every quarter. What is that? What what figure are we talking about? Because then you yeah. can almost reverse engineer the amount of um like the things you need to do to get get you there. I feel like that's a really responsible way of doing business too, because I feel so many marketing agencies just kind of, you know, you come to them and you say, I want to do this, and like, yeah, give us money and we'll do it. You know, they don't, they may not take the time to really figure out what's going to help. And I, and I think in the, in the end, it's going to be the more effective pathway. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we've spoken about Canva several times on the show. Yep. I'm so glad to hear even at, even at an agency, they're using Canva. I know. Um, I was very curious if they use that yeah. with clients and they do. Yeah. I mean, and it, why, why not? Because it is, I mean, it is, I mean, yes, they have a lot of templates and, you know, when you're talking about a marketing agency, maybe you don't want to be going into the, 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 too far into those templates that they have, but you know, you can take elements from them and create some really impressive graphics. I, I love, I love Canva. Um, but then Linktree, I actually had started using Linktree a while back and I just kind of gave up on it because then my website had this Instagram landing page, but it, it, it hasn't been working how I want it to. So I think I'm going to have to go back to Linktree. And then, of course, Google Analytics, which was like music to my ears, mm-hmm, I have mm-hmm. to say. Yeah. So, so safe to say, you know, those are three really great um, resources that everyone should be using. Again, like we mentioned, we will yep. have all of these linked up in our show notes. Along um, with all of her fabulous resources that exactly. she listed off. So Exactly. We'll have all of that on there. So check that out, cocktailsandcontentcreation.com. Also, make sure to join our Facebook group, Cocktails and Content Creation Community. Leave us a comment about what you want us to talk about. You can follow us on Instagram at Cocktails and Content Creation. We'd love it if you'd leave us a review, like Jesse said earlier, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. And you can email us at cocktailsandcontentcreation at gmail.com. I'm Kate Andrews, and you can follow me for some travel, fashion, and motherhood inspiration on Instagram at Co. And I'm Jesse Wyman. You can follow me at Instagram at Jesse Wyman Photos. Or if you're a photographer looking to learn more about brand photography, you can follow me at the Brand Photographer Method. Make sure to tune in next time for another great episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. Until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating. Mm-hmm.